handsome. I hope it's all of yours if you intend to survive. I do. Then don't be afraid of division welcoming. Everyone should have to prove themselves. You should be able to vet everyone. I think one of the most healthy environments, Jason, did you say that? I think one of the most healthy environments is a prison type mindset. I don't mean the prison babblers. I mean, when you go into the military, you're expected to support the man next to you. Your character matters because there's going to be bullets flying. When you're in a prison environment, you can't be no feckless liar. You can't sit up here and say, well, I'm biracial, so I can kick it with the white inmates or the black ones. You cool with the black inmates one day, not cool with the next. You don't get to do that. You're required to stand by something. The only thing that the prison environment probably does have is you got to stand by something. Then you come out into the outside world, and everybody's out here. They're, they're not adhering to any principles. They don't have any code amongst themselves because they're like, well, what are the consequences going to be? So that this doesn't do us any good. None. We need to divide. That's our job. Right now, as bad as the situation is, brother, yes, there needs to be division. There needs to be rancor. It needs to be loud. Yes, it needs to be unsightly. Yeah, yeah, we're sweeping out the trash. Yeah, we sure are. I appreciate it. You know, your last few calls were an example of that, now that I think about it, because the moment you started trying to get on the right track with things to actually start talking about what it is they called in, Whenever they got jammed up, the first thing they started doing was coloring, laughing. You know, like that's disrespectful. Do you tell me we, we seek unity with that? And think about this for a few moments here. Rap music, I say rap music for all the jackasses who want to try to make some distinction between quote rap and hip hop. That's our legacy. That's our cultural inheritance. You can't go to Japan. Y'all can talk about the black samurai all you damn well want to. Japan doesn't acknowledge him. You can go to hell with anything else. Japan don't acknowledge him. Yeah, they know he existed. And they, they are aware of his existence, but they don't hold him up as the samurai of samurais. They don't do that, nor will they ever. They're not going to do it because the samurai is their cultural legacy. When you talk about the warring states, period, and Ayesu Tokugawa, and everything that came from that, all the Daimo, for those of you who don't know your Japanese history, they're not going to give that up to us. That the warring states, period, literally went on for hundreds of years, literally hundreds of years. They're not going to give that up to us. They don't give a damn what type of Rambo Negro showed up. With a sword. Well, we don't give a damn if you kill a thousand folk with one arm behind his back. Hey, you just won. You're just one. We are not going to sign over our legacy to you. Okay, then you come up to black folk. There were no white people. We're going to find a white person to give our cultural legacy to. The white people here? Ooh, they're going to go find one. What the hell? White folk have never tried to sign over their cultural legacy, even though we created every type of music that there is in America. They never tried to sign it over to uh, either Charlie Pride nor Ray Charles. For those of you who don't know, Ray Charles made a country album. For those of you who don't know, go through your history. They never, never once did they try to sign it over to us, even if we made it. 
We're the only people looking for a non-black person to give our cultural legacy to. While they're sitting up here blatantly telling you, Lil Nas X, what the hell is this? Charlie Pride, get the hell on. Even in heavy metal music, which we made rock music, and we've been dispossessed from that. They don't even acknowledge in living color. If it weren't for CM Punk, they wouldn't be acknowledging in living color now. And that was just one. So what I'm saying is, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I don't, I don't give a damn if Dr. Dre or Dr. Pepper brought Eminem here. You are not going to sit up here and take my children's cultural birthright and give this to a dominant society that within 15 years will tell you wasn't no black folk involved. That Eminem created is going to go from Eminem's the best rapper alive. By the time you get to the next generation, it'll be the Eminem created rap music. And yeah, there might have been some Negroes banging on some pots and upside down paint buckets, but it was really Eminem that created it. That's what they'll be saying. You know it. They try to damn me leapfrog Chubby Checker, uh, leapfrog uh, Chuck Berry, and take it to the damn Beatles. Even with the Beatles on camera telling you, well, we got the game from Chuck Berry. They just, yeah, we just won't mention him. We don't talk about Chuck. Well, you know, I mean, he was the primitive, you know, that juke joint Negro music, but it didn't get to, it wasn't a solidified music art form until. The Beatles and Elvis Presley. This is the game they run all the damn time. No, I'm not falling for the trick bag. No pearly things. No Adam Twin Twos. No M&Ms. No uh, Machine Gun Kellys. Y'all sit over there. Yeah, that's a nice little cute novelty. You will never be one of us. Because you can never be one of us. You're not guests. You're not just guests in the house of hip-hop. You're tourists. Let me go ahead and say that tonight. Eminem is not just a guest in the house. Eminem is not a guest in the house of hip hop. He's a tourist. He's a tourist. I don't know where you came from. I don't know where the hell you got them funny ass shoes, the funny ass shorts you're wearing. No, we're not going to kick your ass. But don't sit up here. I wake up in the damn morning and you're taking out all the damn eggs out of the refrigerator and cooking yourself pancakes for breakfast. No, you don't live here. No, you're not even a house guest. You're the, you're the fellow signed up for Airbnb. That's who you are. That's how you protect a cultural legacy. That's how you do it. And by the way, these people will respect us more when they see us respond that way. Let me tell you something. Pearly things is messing with a lot of folk right now. Not me. The guy who broke it open, she knows where the limits are. The folk who tried to cozy up to her most, those are the ones she's threatening right now. The folk who showed her that they were willing to bow down and bend over and whatever she wanted, those are the ones she's threatening. The guy who broke this, she ain't said a, she has not mentioned my name yet, nor will she. You know what that's called, brother? That ain't called unity. That's called power and respect. I'll take that every day of the year. I'll let you have a Thank you, Jason. It would definitely be a fool's errand for anyone. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I have not been watching you as long as I'm sure most have, but as long as I have been watching you, um, you know, it's, it's definitely fueling and motivating. So it's a fuel's, a fuel's errand for anybody to go down that path. But thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much for giving us a call. We appreciate that.
I'm going to go ahead and see if I can get a few folks here. Um, blog talk, everybody who's on Zoom, stick with us here for a few moments. Let me tell y'all something. Folks respect you when you stand on your square. Folks respect you when you speak straight. Folks respect you when you do that. All the Negroes talking about we on camera, those are the ones who bent over and kissed her ass. The one fellow who's willing to stand up, I'm the one she respects. Didn't say she likes me. The folk, all the little, the immigrants and all the butt kissers here in the States, those are the ones she's trying to play straw balls and overseer on. Those are the ones she's drawing down and playing slave master with. All of you, I represent all of you. There's a reason she backed off of that. Because we weren't trying to be her friend, nor are we now. We made it very, very clear where the line of separation is. Something that all the folks trying to get unity with her didn't try to do. See how she treats her friends now. Caller from Erico 504, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Corey, Corey from Las Vegas. Corey from Vegas, and what is your hate or debate? This is this is debate. Is that what you said tonight was awesome. Was awesome. Division is the main topic of every conversation that you and other brothers in the black media should be talking about. Prime example, you said that the reason why people don't come after me after I call this white lady out for saying nigga micro slavery is because she respects me. She knows that she come over here, I got something for her. The reason why white folks do their business to us is simply one reason. They have not been punished. Every time it's time for us to punish them, we let them off. Let me give you an example. NBA. They shut, they shut it down. We're not playing. Okay, before we go any further here, for every for everyone who wants to speak tonight, tonight's program is for individuals who have a hate debate or a question for me. So to everyone who has just general commentary or agrees, I gotta y'all can call in on a different night. But tonight I'm trying to hold it open. By the way, for any of the other folks there, just Pearly, uh, lead attorney, any of you other folks who have not been banned from the program, it is. Um, the phone lines are open for any of you anytime you want to. There, you can pry your lips off of Pearly things, butt cheeks. Long <laughs> so, uh, folks, you can call in, but I'm really reserving it tonight for the folks who have a dispute of some kind. Which is something that I've said, not, not a general agreement. Okay, I got, I got, I got one question for you. There's one question. You see division. That starts now, and the only way that we can do that is by putting some pain in some people. Okay, thank you very much for giving us a call, folks. Um, if you do not have a dispute of some kind. Tonight is only for the folks who have a dispute of some kind, not those who agree, not those who want to pontificate. This is not, tonight is not for general. I mean, read the screen there. If you can't, get somebody who's literate to read it for you. If you have a hate or debate or question, tonight is your night to be able to do that. I need everybody else to uh, just sit back and listen. This is not time for chime-in time. This is not what we're here for. So the phone lines need to be open. If you are not calling with some dispute of some kind, this ain't your night. Call in some other time. I mean, there's literally every other program you can. Tonight's not your turn. I do give priority to folks on Zoom. However, if you're going to be on Zoom, the only thing I require is that you do have your camera on. Shy here to my man, Ogoon. Thank you to everyone who has contributed to support tonight's program here on PayPal, Cash App, Super Chat, Venmo. Thank you very much here. 
Uh, Cleveland McClendon in Super Chat said, these clowns don't know how many lives you don't change. Like I say, brother, because they, they haven't changed any at all. They sit on the internet and intellectually masturbate each other and rub each other down with suntan lotion. But nothing actually gets done. It's just a bunch of isolated incel males sitting together talking about how much the females don't like them and what they can't get. And so they went to go find a, a, a white ass to kiss. And of course, they succeeded with that. And that was all they could get from it. That was all they could get from it. I'll go ahead and try one more here on Zoom. Uh, iPad, I want you to go ahead and turn everything on for us here. If you don't, we're going to sit on a permanent vacation. So iPad, make sure you whoever's on iPad there, you need to go ahead and turn your mic and your camera on here. Otherwise, we are going to have to have a permanent parting of ways. So let's see if we can get that taken care of here. iPad is not able to figure out what they're doing. Let me get back on blog talk here. Let me get caller from area code 708. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Sean Chicago. Okay, Sean in Chicago. And what is your hate or debate?
that's what you, your the odds are not in your favor. Of you can't just go back to the central marketplace and there's just this never-ending supply of new men who are willing to take you year after year as all the things that make you valuable in your youth have begun to fade and deteriorate. Now, that's not my opinion. That's just math. By the way, how's La, by the way, how's La La Anthony doing? La La needs to go back to her husband if he will take her. Because all she found out was that she listened to a bunch of no-nothing, idiotic, dunderhead, lying-ass, crack baby, shell-shot, dumbass, hood-rat, wannabe hood-rat hoes on social media who, if they could wrap their thighs around her husband, while she's sitting in the bed next to them, wide awake, reading her Kindle, they would do it. And she let those women tell her what she needed to do. And she listened to them. And understand something, when you're a woman, let me explain to you how investment works. The way investment works is the most important investment a woman has is her time. You've got, a, she had 11 years invested in that band. Now she's going to abandon that investment wholesale, return to the marketplace, and then start that process from scratch all over again. She's starting from zero with a man who doesn't know her and isn't invested in her at the age of 41. You're just going to start from scratch? That's stupid. You couldn't name a single investment in the world that you would advise someone to do. You would tell them, let's get in there and see how we can fix this one. Because we will get much a much greater return. You're going to put in more effort trying to get a new man than it will be to fix the relationship you're in. That's the way that always works. It is always, 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 always more effort to get somebody new than it is to try to fix the relationship you're in. Now, I'm not saying that you always need to be in the same relationship because some folks are just so screwed up. There's just no help in them. But the bottom line is that as a woman, the only issue you have with Carmelo was what he was doing when you met him? Because Carmelo had a woman when Lala met him. And she was perfectly okay being the chick who elbowed her out the way. Or them, should we say. Now, all of a sudden, now that you're married to the game, you want to cry foul? Take a look at the way in which Lala has presented herself on television. Take a look at the TV shows she's on and how she presents herself. Does she present herself as an upstanding lady? Or does she present herself as a down-ass hood chick? Throw them draws, show these breasts. What the hell? She ain't Claire Huxtable. Let's stop the nonsense. What she doesn't like is that the man she married stayed the man she married. And rather than her just say, you know what? He gonna keep doing this until he retires. When he's no longer on the road, he's going to stop doing this, which is what they all do. So what I'm going to do is stick it in there and we're going to stick it out until he retires. She didn't do that. She listened to a bunch of clown ass hoes on the internet tell her, baby, you can, you can, you can get another man. All she's gotten is the same thing we always say. She's gotten sexual access. 
and that's all she's gotten so far is she can get sex. The dunderheads on the internet, the dumbass females she listened to told her she could get a husband. And that's a lie. There isn't another man out there who makes $20 million a year waiting to take care of Lala at 42 or 43 and her 18-year-old son. That was a lie to tell her that. They don't, and they haven't apologized to this woman yet for lying to her. Those women on Instagram have never turned around and apologized to her yet and for doing that. That's how much women hate each other today. And I come back to my original point. All, A-L-L, all the females who were complaining Lala, all of them would have jumped in Carmelo's lap if they had the opportunity. But they had no problem lying to her face and telling her she shouldn't accept that. You got chicks with two and three kids by two and three different dudes telling Lala what she shouldn't accept from her husband. She got a husband. They, they got a baby daddy or four. And they try to sit up here and down talk her and talk condescending to her? With her top of 1% husband? That's insanity. Oh, yeah. By the way, one more thing. If Carmelo was such an intolerable bad dude, why is it that since they got divorced, you can see about four or five instances where you call them together, she's shouting them out on Instagram and other things, and he was so damn bad. What the hell's going on there? No, she got avaricious and greedy, and she didn't want to say, hey, I'm in the game. I got to be in it to win it. Now she's lost it all. All she is is just another aging out old chick trying to convince the world that she's as hot at 42 with stretch marks and stretch skin from giving birth as she was at 22. And it's just sad. Mala needs to suck it up, turn around, go back to her husband if he'll take her at this point. Because there ain't nothing waiting for her out here. I said when she filed for divorce, I said, where the hell you think you're going? Ain't nothing out there. It's a woman's wasteland. Because the, the dumbass crackhead chicks online, they don't speak for the resourceful men. They don't speak for the men with resources. They don't speak for us. They're trying to tell you the, how we feel. And it was a lie. Now she's finding out the hard way. And none of those people are here to console her or get her a, a high-value husband who's going to step in Carmelo's place. Personally, I, I wish there were a penalty for doing that. You really shouldn't be allowed to look somebody in the face and lie to them in these great big large numbers and delude her. But then again, she wanted to be deluded. She wanted to believe she's going to level up. Baby, you already leveled up. Carmelo is it. Life is messy. Get back over there and fix this with your husband. Thank you for the transportation, sir. That was all. Thank you. All right, get back in your truck. That's my truck driver from Chicago. Let me get caller from area code 513. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Jones from Wilberforce, Ohio. Jones from Wilberforce. And what is your critique, hate, or debate? My critique would be more of a missed opportunity over the last few weeks when talking about just curly things and the carpetbaggers, even going back to uh, the situation in Memphis with the cops. I'm just wondering why is it, besides a coon spirit, why is it these Negroes are ready to jump out the window for the most 
basic, low-brow, white-shaped possible. Yeah, babe, uh, we've already covered that here, but thank you very much for this call. Folks, tonight's program is if you have a hate board debate for me, not, not well, general commentary. Right, this already, so uh, I got to start cutting folks short. This is for folks, the phone line tonight, the Zoom tonight, is for folks if they have an issue with something that I've said, not if... Oh, open phone lines? No, this is not open phone lines. This is, I have a critique, a hate, or debate for Jason, not with life in general. I said this multiple times. Let me get caller from area code 401. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Um, how are you doing? Belief from Salton, Massachusetts. This is just a critique, man. Great broadcast. Can't wait to when you do your next subject on power dynamics and you get a lot of good info from your broadcast. And like, just have one thing to say about like the friendly things, man. We're such a lost people, man. It's just crazy to me. Like, like that, how the call that just. Okay, folks, the, the ADHD crack babies are out in force tonight. I'm telling them uh, this is not general commentary. I just said that. Everyone, if you are on Zoom or on Blog Talk, if you do not have something that you have a dispute with about something I have said, hang up the phone. Not your night. I've said that several times. I know your mama was hitting the pipe. And... It's hard for you to think straight. You, know, you see the word well and the word wheel, and you're like, ooh, I'm not sure which one's the right one. It has an apostrophe. So, folks, let's get together, life in general. By the way, on Zoom, days, you do not have your camera on. We'll give you an opportunity to go ahead and do that. All right, days, you are on. And what is your critique, hate, or debate for me? Peace, peace. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm interested in your perspective, man. Um, this idea you have is interesting, uh, considering the separation and it's it's really fascinating I, I don't know a whole lot about your view on kind of work it's uh pretty phenomenal actually and i don't know if i agree or disagree so i want to kind of get get it clear you know how what do you mean separation i get you like you mean like trim the fat i totally understand that but what does that look like it looks like what you've seen the last two weeks it looks like that because before you can have any type of quote unquote unified society that actually pursues power, not a bunch, not a bunch of unified weak people, have a bunch of unified empowered people. A bunch of slaves are unified. You have to unify the weak people. You want unified strong people first and foremost. They're going to have a common code of conduct. Black. They have to have a common code. That what that also means is that there must be a penalty for being off code. Now, the first way in which a society regulates itself in this manner is you regulate yourselves personally. The people that you know personally, the people you keep around you in your personal life, because association brings out a similar You keep a bunch of crazy people around you, a bunch of treacherous people around you, a bunch of people of weak character and weak will around you. Well, guess what you're going to become? Simply by the fact that they're in your proximity, and eventually it's going to rub off on you to a point you won't get to. First, it'll start small, then you're going to start getting worse and worse. Next thing you know, you've been co-opted. Next step is socially. Now, you notice I'm separating those two things, personally and socially. Now we're dealing with the outside world. 
folks that you don't necessarily have a choice in coming into contact with. So now you're going to have to do other things to deal with that. Next, you go into the political. So, okay, what do I do to have a voice in society? But your code of conduct, your principles are really going to dictate that. And then your politicians reflect that or lack thereof. But it takes courage to do those first two because those first two lay the groundwork for the last one. If you are unwilling or unable to curate the people that you personally interact with, if you don't have a code of conduct that defines that and leads that and coordinates that, then you don't have anything. So first and foremost, you're going to have the guts to call it out for what it is, to say it is what it is. All I did, I didn't, I didn't pick up a blackjack or a baseball bat. I didn't dox anybody. I didn't threaten anyone. All I did was play her words and say, now who agrees with this? If you agree with this, you call me up and tell me you agree with this. Next thing you know, it broke and shattered. Now, that was just one guy. Everybody tried to pretend they didn't know what I was saying because everybody's trying to figure out how to get hooked up with somebody and collaborate. Okay, they're looking to collaborate with people who get your damn guts. That's the crazy part to me. You're looking to collaborate with people who, can't you see they got anti-black tendencies? All the markers are there. You know, they ain't called me nigga yet. If, if it takes me calling you nigga for you to realize you're dealing with a right white supremacist, you're dead. If it's got to go that far, if they have to become cartoonish, the real reason that Just Pearly didn't got as far as she did was because she doesn't look like Bull Connor. For those of you who don't know, you're so righteous. She doesn't look like Bull Connor. Big fat white man with a cigar in his mouth and yelling invectives. And I'm like, okay, but if they, if they got to look like that, then we're dead. Because they don't look like that. That's not what a white supremacist looks like. Some of them, yeah. And if I can't get you to accept that, then you're just, you're sitting duck. So don't, I know it sounds, to some people it might sound like, is that it? That's a big thing. Speaking out and being unapologetic and uncompromising, that's a big step. Because what you're now saying is, you're saying it openly, hey, some of y'all got some screwed up, messed up principles and ideas, and we got to call that out. You're just wrong. We know we cannot have a difference of opinion. No, we can't. No, we cannot agree to disagree. We cannot agree to disagree that slavery is exaggerated. Black folks are lazy. Colored people die. Don't need reparations. No, we can't agree to disagree on that. No, we can't. And we got to stand firm. Remember, the only reason we're talking about reparations now is because more than 10% of black people signed on to it. And if you know anything about sociology, once 10% of a group signs up for something, it's almost inevitable that the other 40% are going to get a plurality at some point. It's almost inevitable. Yeah, because the 10% stood firm. So we're standing firm now. But we also understand, let me just be very, very clear, Marcus Messiah Garvey and others have said it, there are black folk who are not useful to us here in America. They would be useless to us in Africa too. Wherever you see as the promised land or whatever. Bottom line, we can't bring everybody. We have a bunch of folks who've been co-opted, they've been corrupted, and they are collaborators. They are actively helping the white supremacist system. They need to be divided from us. Period. They need to be outcasts, they need to be pariahs. We don't need to spend tons and tons of time reasoning with them. 
They know what they're doing. You see, I educate children. And I will take a little bit of time to educate the ignorant, those who do not know. The folks supporting Curly things, though, they're, they're not ignorant. They do know what it is. They're like, hey, brother, look. I mean, look, white supremacy, look. You call it white supremacy. I play it, wink, wink. I call it, wink, wink, playing the game. I don't want to play the game. Understood. Um, speaking of code, I mean, I agree with your view. I think, I guess my issue with your view is not that it isn't cogent per se, but it's, in my view, it's rather ideal. Not to say it isn't, it isn't correct or it isn't possible. So when I think of code, what, who's writing the code? And then when I think of code and, and as you mentioned, penalty, who is playing authority and who is enforcing the, you know, the penalty, as it were? How does this work? It sounds, it sounds interesting, but how does this actually work functionally? How is this applied in a real-world sense? Well, once again, conceptually? once again, you saw that last week. You've seen it over the last two weeks. You've seen how it works in a real-world setting. Hurley Things isn't in hiding right now because it wasn't effective. She's not in hiding right now because there is no code. She's in hiding right now because she saw overnight, you snapped your finger, bam, there was a code of conduct. And she was like, I didn't know y'all had that. Well, a lot of folks were surprised to find out it was there. But we kind of do. Understand something. Survival is biological. That ain't something I got to teach you. You already know what is in your best interest. The real question is, will you stand for it? I'll have to teach you what the code is. You already know what it is. But there's, I've told black folk this now for 15 years. Most black people, pretty much every black person has a little white supremacist on their shoulder. And whenever they get ready to say something, express themselves, that little white supremacist, either he's big, he's he's either talking real loud or he's talking to real whisper. But you're like, you know he's whispering in your ear. Now you know you don't want to say that now, do you? You gonna make trouble. Do you really want to stand by that? You know, that, that, that little redhead over there, like, you, if you say this, that might, oh, that's going to alienate you, don't you think? So there's constantly that whispering going on. You're either whispering or yelling. But it isn't that you don't know what the truth is. You know what it is. Sure. Brother, yeah, we, I'm, we've been yeah, in a change yeah, now for 170 years. We know what reality is. We know what the truth is. Sure, I'm speaking hypothetically, not as if I don't understand the code. I'm just... I'm trying to throw some ideas around. Um, now, also, I'd like to ask, if, if we have to be honest about this scenario, especially considering media, media and the importance of, let's just say, income, for instance, you know, I think a lot of people's actions in this space is financially, or should I say, economically motivated. And I think your points are really powerful and they're strong. And I, I think they have extreme merit, right? But at the same time, it's just hard for me to imagine people like totally changing their behaviors to adhere to this type of movement or whatever. Well, uh, well without, here's the real. I just feel like people's personal, people's personal, like goals yeah, are more important. I, I see. I, I see this space moving individualistically, and you're calling for collectivism. And I just, I'm curious to see how is this. Well, I'm not, I'm not calling. No, I'm not calling for collectivism so much as I am no, simply calling I think for people to stand by what we all know. 
This isn't something we have to get converts for. The real problem, every black person, I've always said this, every black person, there are only two types of black people in the world. Those who know the white supremacy exists and fight it, and those who know the white supremacy exists and go back to picking the cotton. That's what it's always been. It was that way under Harriet Tubman. I freed all the slaves. I could have freed a lot more if I could have convinced them they were slaves. It wasn't that they didn't know. They're just like, hey, I'm just rolling with the program. And there will always be somebody who's willing to cater to that weakness in you. So I'm not, I don't have a call for collectivism so much as I have a call for sensibility. People already know what's right or wrong. What they've told themselves is if I stay quiet long enough, I'll be the last one to get beat or I can avoid getting beat at all. And that's, 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 that's not the way that works. Now, furthermore, we're not looking to convince everyone. So now, we're not looking to convince everybody because that's a mathematical impossibility. The only thing we're looking for is to convince enough people. That is all. Sure. Maybe I used the wrong term or maybe I, I approached it incorrectly. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it seems like what you are asking for people at least to do is would be described by the type of collectivist behavior. I guess that's what I'm saying. And I, and I see the space moving from an extremely individualistic position. And that, for me, seems a bit difficult to take individualistically-minded individuals in a very competitive space to, to change their mode of thinking or their ambitions, their motives. But they've already done that. When you think about it, though, that they've already done that before. People already collectively alter their behaviors based on what YouTube says they want their requirements to meet the algorithm. Now, I've that's, never that's, done that. Well, that's so motivated. So I've never done that. The requirements that YouTube puts on, I've never adhered to a single one of those. The 15-minute limit, watch the language you use, don't talk about these subjects. I have never adhered to it. Most of my videos have been demonetized. So what I'm saying is that when you have a code of conduct, you also deal with that as well. Because here's the real issue. The real issue is what you're saying is these people are money motivated. Well, yeah, everyone's money motivated. What I want them to understand is that there's money in having integrity. But more important than there being money, there's self-respect in having integrity. What good is it for us to have all the money in the world if you're a damn degenerate? What good is that? So what I've tried to do, and I hope I've made some progress in the last two weeks, as you all witnessed, to convince people that there's if there's one thing that may matter more, money that comes at the expense of your integrity isn't good money. It isn't. And I think a lot of folk are waking up to that. So this idea that the only way we can make money is sacrificing our integrity, bullcrap. Rap music was at its best and its most potent and its most useful back when we were underground. When we were not, we weren't concerned with getting a record deal because there were no record deals to be gotten. That's when we were at our most potent, at our most effective. The society respected us. When you see in that James Cameron movie with Terminator 2, where John Connor as a kid is wearing a public enemy shirt. You see, that's an outgrowth of who and what we are. They respected us. Back before we sat up here and said, okay, money by any means necessary. No, we were, we were influ most influential and most powerful when it was by any means necessary. There's only so much money that you need. 
Anything after that is you trying to deal with some internal emotional deficiency that money can never fix anyway. So the real thing is about us demonstrating through our actions that there are those of us who are respected and we ain't broke. We're respected and we're not broke. See, Steve Harvey's got a bunch of money, but he's not respected. Russell Wilson got a lot of money. He's not respected. So this isn't something I'm just pulling out of my ears. I can name for you a number of people. They got money, but they're also not respected. We, while I'm doing the same, I'm bringing the sermon of saying respectability, integrity needs to come back in fashion. This is how you end up with people sitting next to folks who hate their damn guts. And they sitting up here trying to tell themselves that, oh, well, that's all right. But you know they don't sleep well at night. You know they don't. You know that they are in turmoil about that. You know they are. Hell, take a look at damn me, Black China. She's taking out the damn plastic surgery today. Brother, integrity is making a comeback. It's making a comeback. Folks can't sleep at night. It's not okay. Being fake and phony is not okay. All they were waiting for is for somebody to stand up and say what they already knew. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Jason's right. This is phony. Can I just keep it real? This is phony. Yes, you can keep it real. And I honestly can agree with you more. <laughs> I think you're making some really powerful points here, and I see things the same. Uh, I guess I guess what I'm saying is this. Um, I really, I, I'm, I'm behind you on that, man. Uh, I'm, I make the same claims in my work, and I think it's all about integrity. It's all about authenticity. I guess the claim I'm making here is that we're dealing with a space in a, in a majority that lacks integrity. It's almost as if I feel, feel we're barking up the wrong tree because... I just don't, and that's why I call this idealism, because I just don't see it happening because there's such a dearth of integrity. It's just, and, and just this very individualistic. Uh, well, the internet, the internet didn't create, the internet, if anything, just gave you a new avenue and it scales, that's all. But it didn't create lack of integrity in the people. Something that plays upon people's worst and darkest urges. The internet didn't create that. It just gave you a way to scale it up, maybe but it didn't create it. However, all those things having been stated, the only thing you're really saying right now is, well, you got a big job ahead of you. But then again, that's human history. It's never been easy. It's not gonna be handed to us. It's not gonna be given to us. So that's not an argument against doing it. It's just simply defining the parameters of the work we have to do. But if we're talking about skyscrapers or a moonshot, some things in this world are small and other things are very large. Hell, some things are enormous. But it is ours to do. Simple as that. I agree. It's I agree. ours to do. I agree. And, I, and I'm not making an argument against attempting that. I just wanted to kind of get a little more clear on your view is all. And I uh, appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me. I'll let you get, get back to your show. Thank you very much. For it's a right Like I say, just because there's a big task ahead of us, that doesn't mean we don't do it. Just because, there's a, just because the task is large doesn't mean that we clock out of it. Let me go ahead and see if we can get uh, the next person here on Zoom. Go ahead and get your mic and your camera ready for me here. Can't wait to see this one. They're trying to connect everything. At least they claim they're working on it. Might have to give them a few minutes here. They're on that Zimbabwe broadband. 
Okay. I'll give them a few moments to get their act together. They're on King and Mobile. Let me get caller on Blog Talk. Let me get caller from area code 516. You're on live with the business. What is your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Beth from New York. Um, I'm Beth from New York. I, and I what is your you. what is your dispute, hate, or debate? So my dispute, and I generally agree with you, but my dispute is that if you say that she has black men around her who support everything that she does, right, and we're able to protect her whiteness, and and even though they're black men themselves, they're sort of selling out, and what she said was clearly racist but yet they still protect her. So can the same thing be true that if there's if there's black men who can kind of turn white, can there be people who are outside of the black race that convert to your side, that hear what you say and convert? Because you spoke about <laughs> with the last with the last caller and what I want to get is sort of like him that clarity on where you stand is, you know, what happens? What happens when somebody who is black is just surrounded by white people? Because you talked about proximity. Well, her proximity is black people. She works only with black people and black YouTubers. Okay, but yet well, there was something about yeah, her right, that was racist, okay, right? Well, so okay, what, you're still talking, so yeah. slow down. So you're saying that you're quite, I heard a couple of questions in there. I'm going to figure out which one. Let's start with one question. What's the first question you want to ask? And just give me just the question itself. You don't have to preface it. Just give me just the question itself. Can, can people who are outside of the black race convert to black? What? Or can, can there be like, can they side with black people? Absolutely. They absolutely can. There's absolutely no reason that they cannot do so. Here's the problem. Most people from outside of black society see black people as just another market to export. That's the problem. They see us as another profit center to export. They don't see us as an independent entity. So when we even when we discuss quote unquote partnership, they're really coming to the table and see us as a, as a market to export. There's where the That's issue like comes in. So it's very, very hard for us to collaborate with people outside of society because most of them see us simply as a market. And that also includes culturally. So in other words, they get with us with the full expectation that they will be taking over. There are just those who kick in the front door and demand to be put on the throne. And then there are others who ease their way in and they're like, okay, I'll play the role for a little bit, but eventually I'll be running it. So there's where the problem comes in. So if you can get them to subscribe to that and to not have an idea that they're going to come in and run it, that, that, that can work. You can have white investors so long as they're not going to try to run it. You can have white employees as long as they're not going to try to run it. There's the issue that we run into. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see what you mean. So what what is the vetting process for that? Because you spoke about 
vetting people? Like, why did we just let her into our community? Well, the, why vet, she, the vetting process. Why is she speaking on our issues? The vetting process is first of all, whose house is it? Because when you show up on her program, by definition, you are requesting to empower what she's doing. By definition, that's what you're doing. So the first question needs to happen there is, you know, whose house ran? Who's setting the agenda? You figure that out first and foremost. Now, if they just so happen to take off on their own, that's great. That's cool. That's wonderful. I'm not saying that you can't show up on, you know, white programs or whatever. I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I have everything in the world wrong when suspected white supremacists have platforms and they're telling us what the agenda is going to be. Or you're taking a look at something and the optics very clearly show you what you're walking into is a suspected white supremacist dynamic and we're just ignoring it. I got a problem with that. But first and foremost, no, we I'm as saying, black people have to have an agenda. We as black people have to have a way of being able to say, hey, this is what we only control. So we have our own platforms. I we got to value that first. We got to value that first. Now, a lot of folks have said things that are just flat out wrong. And it's just been absolutely disgusting to hear it. But they keep saying it, and it's damn me flat out wrong. You'll hear people sit up here and say things like, oh, well, you know, Herman Things has such a nice studio setup. Are you kidding me? It's not a multi-million dollar thing. They're in a damn apartment with, 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 with sound foam on the walls. That's it. That's all. But you got folks sitting up here hyping it to something that it's not. When you know full damn well, YouTube boosted her in the algorithm because there are people at YouTube, people, individuals, who select who gets boosted in the algorithm. They select them. They're handpicked. You saw that was going to happen. Uh, we don't have control over that, but we absolutely have control over whether or not we are going to lend our strength to that. You see someone who is obviously carpet bagging, you don't lend your strength to that. Don't. You just don't. Because this is always the result. It should be no coincidence or any sort of fluke to people that the program idea was about pearly things and Adam 22 in the same week. This is the way that it always turns out. These people are not from us. They're not among us. They see us as a market. And the sad fact is that it takes them whooping everybody's ass. It has become absolutely intolerable before people go and do something else. And it shouldn't be that way. Joe Budden is one of the few people. You know, Joe Budden, drink champs, Charlemagne to a certain degree, though he's running around that Schultz dude. But, you know, don't get me wrong. There are folk out there who do that. My man T.K. Kirkland, he's got his thing up and going to things. So there are folk out there doing that. So let's not sell that short. The only difference there is a lot of these cats are not in their 20s. And they don't really talk to the up and coming. There's a lot more energy among the young. So when you're dealing with somebody in their 20s, there's a lot more energy to the, to the 20 somethings. The money is where going in their 30s and 40s, true, but the 20 somethings are where the energy is. That's where the market is. So when you're talking about fresh and fit and pearly things, you're talking about folks in their 20s. 
So, or at least they appeal to a 20-something audience. So there's power in doing that. So where the older cats might, you know, they're, they're yeah, talking about yeah, more established. And don't get me wrong, there's a place for that. There's a reason for that. There's, there's a place for that. That's fine. But we also need to make sure that we got younger people who are competent to talk to other young people. Hurley is not competent, but she's white. Let's not sit up here and oversell and overstate what she had. Right, that's it. We need black folk to have faith in themselves who are willing to sit down and become competent speakers, articulate, knowledgeable in what they do. You got to be willing to do that and invest the time in perfecting your craft and then start spending the money. Thank you very much for giving us a call here. Let me see on Zoom, uh, lady, you're not on camera. Point your camera down, please. I'll give you one shot to get that together. You are not on camera. I don't know what you're trying to do. You're giving us a very, very nice shot of your ceiling, but um, that's not you. I will give you five seconds here to get that corrected. Otherwise, we are going to have to move along. So you'll be going on a permanent vacation not be seen or heard until then. So you have four seconds to go ahead and correct that. If you cannot or will not, permanent vacation. All right, it looks like she is ready to take a permanent vacation. So don't worry about what else we're gonna be talking about. Um, life will go on, you just won't be a part of it. Caller from area code 240, you're on live with the business. What's your name, where are you calling from? Hello, Jason. This is Cold Fire from Hanover, Maryland. Uh, Cold Fire from Hanover, Maryland. And what is your critique, hate, or debate with me? Um, my my debate is that um, I agree with um, Jared Taylor and his stance on blacks and whites are different. And blacks are left entirely to their own devices. Western civilization, any kind of civilization, civilization disappears. I'm with that because I um slow down. It's so, a black people. So, 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 slow down, slow down. I want to make sure I understand what you're saying. So I don't want you to get 10 miles down the road if I'm not understanding. So you're saying that you agree with Jerry Taylor that black people, now are you talking about black people in America, the descendants of slaves? Are you talking about black people, uh, any person of African descent? I'm talking, about, I'm talking about black people all over the world. So you're talking about black people of African, anybody of African descent. You don't believe, yeah, I don't, okay, black slow people. down. I haven't finished yet. Listen before you start agreeing. Listen to what I'm saying so that you know what you're agreeing to. So you are saying that any person of African descent, you believe that they are genetically incapable of maintaining a civilization. Is that correct? No, not everybody, but most of them. Okay, who are, who are the ones? Not who are, okay, who are the ones that you think are capable of doing so? Okay, my point is that they make the, the population of the people who are incapable are far higher than the people who are capable. Okay. And because of that, let me try that this makes a second true. time. Sir, direct question, because you said it. Who are the people that you think are capable? I mean, they're, 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 I, I, I can't mention names, but there are only a few of them, and they are not enough to influence the populace. Okay. Let's, let's, fact, well, let's fact check a few things here, okay? 
let's, let's fact check a few things you're saying. All right, we're gonna let's discuss white society, white civilizations. I'm gonna just totally leave out the fact that what they got came from black people from the very beginning. I'm just gonna leave that out altogether. Let's just go ahead and take a look at them as a monolith, okay? Let's just take a look at that. Uh, sir, when you talk about white civilizations, would you mind telling me whatever happened to the uh, Greco-Roman civilization? sentiments 
and you don't even know the basic history of it. You don't even know the basics. You're just sitting up here, you're regret. you sound like Kansas Owens. Where are your people from? Where's that accent from? I said I'm Nigerian. Or do you? Well, for those of you who no, saw- I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you didn't, no, you weren't, not only were you not, they didn't mention in the film, sir. There wasn't something for you to pay attention to. They were featured in the film, but not by name. So you would never know who the hell it's were, sir. But by the way, you couldn't finish your Spartan training as a young man. You couldn't finish your Spartan training unless you killed one of their slaves called the Helots. So you see, you could not actually graduate from your Spartan training. Even if you survived everything else, you, you're, you had to go out and go kill a Helot. You had to show that you could kill someone without getting caught. Then you would consider to have graduated through your Spartan training, now you're ready to join the fighting men because you've taken your first body. Now, that's not antebellum slavery, sir. That was the movie 300, was the story that 300 was based on. That's white history. This is long before you get to the transatlantic slave trade, sir way before you get there. Oh yeah, and who were the Spartans at war with? Let me let me think, I gotta rack my brain, y'all know I'm not doing it, but the caller here doesn't even know. By the way, who were the Spartans fighting in that movie, sir? Persians. <laughs> Jason, you're asking me okay. about Okay, but sir, you quoted, but you quoted Jerry Taylor. So if you're going to quote Jerry Taylor and try to make this sound like this is coming from an educated standpoint, then you need to know who they were fighting. The Spartans were fighting the Persians. Who are the Persians? The modern-day Iranians. They will literally tell you this. The modern-day Iranians, those are the Persians. They'll be quick to tell you we ain't Arabs. They'll be quick to yell at you. We're not, we're not really Arabs, we're Persians. They'll be quick to tell you that. Well, what do you know? But when it comes to slavery, we rack them up with the Arabs. Yeah, they got a long history of that. Long before they ever came into contact with us. So you see, when that's outside of your sphere of knowledge, then you sound buffoonish when you start trying to say, I agree with Jerry Taylor, and you don't even know what you're agreeing with, which all you're really saying is, I'm a black person who don't like black people, and I found a white man who don't like black folks, so I agree with that. Even though I don't know what I'm agreeing with, other than, well, me and Jerry Taylor have in common, we ain't really cool on black people. We got that in common. But the facts of the matter, so don't you don't have any knowledge of the facts. So what I'm saying is, okay, um, if you look at Haiti and Africa, we're successfully in conquering the, I mean, um, taking the French out of the country, Haiti hasn't been able to achieve anything. Same with Nigeria. So soon we're able to gain independence. Why is that, sir? Still Nigeria has Why is that, sir? Why oh. is that, sir? So what now? Sir, why is that? That's what I'm talking about. Sir, why is, why, is why is that? Why is it? Why is it, sir? Why is it? Sir, why is it? 
That's a simple question. If you're gonna, no, 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 sir. If you're gonna sit here and say what the Haitians have or have not done, then you need to explain to us why is that, sir? It didn't come from nowhere. Tell us why it is. Yes, because they're, they're just not capable. They, they, they don't want to do it, and they don't want to work amongst themselves to make things better. Okay, for those of you who do not know your, for those of you who are like this sorry, sad sack here, and do not know your basic history of the island of Hispaniola, one side you have a place called Haiti, a nation called Haiti, the other side you have a nation called the Dominican Republic. Um, if you know about Christophe and Dessaline, then you know how those two split off. The French had a very heavy investment there, but the bottom line was you had one side of the island that basically went along to get along, and then you had another side of the island that went to full-scale revolt. After the, after the Haitian Revolution won the war, they had to win the peace, and the French made it very clear that they were going to reinvade. So Haiti has been paying France for basically the last century plus basically an extortion fee that they just finished paying a couple of years ago. France has been threatening them with reinvasion now for over a century. For those of you who did not know, Haiti has been under the gun for a century. Now, everybody who knows their basic history knows that's what happened. Oh, yeah, and the United States helped France. The largest military power in the world has been making sure to maintain that. That's not even a secret. What they're doing to the Cubans is absolutely criminal for the better part of the last half a century. That's absolutely criminal what they're doing to them. They've got them under a damn embargo. Who needs the Soviet Union when you've got the United States government? Vladimir Putin's a war criminal? What the hell are you talking about? Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, those are your war criminals. Then you want to sit up here and talk about what they haven't done? Let's be clear, there's a lot of coonery and buffoonery going on down there. Absolutely. But the issue that we have as descendants of slaves and foundationals is that we got too many Haitians who are turning a blind eye to it. But we are always clear about who got the ball rolling and who's the hidden hand. We've been clear about this. Now let's talk about Nigeria. Because you sitting over here in nice and comfy and cush air conditioning in America. Meanwhile, the place you're talking about isn't even a real place. Yikes, did I go there? The place you're talking about isn't even a real place. All these, quote, places were invented by the European powers and the American powers, but the European powers carving up Africa with their handshake deal. Nigeria is not a real place. Sudan is not a real place. Truth be told, Republic of the Congo is about your best attempt at a real place. These are not real places. These are the places that were carved out by European powers. But these places don't actually exist. You don't have a Nigerian people. You have a conquered area, geographic location named Nigeria by the individuals who conquered it. It's not a real place. And those people have been there 
the entire damn time. They're still there today. If I am from Louisiana, and you all remember a decade ago or so when you had the BP oil spill, Deepwater Horizon. They were talking about the worst oil spill ever. You know the worst oil spill ever is in Dami, Nigeria. Yeah. Nigeria's coastline is destroyed. Exxon Mobil, BP, and the rest of them. The coastline is destroyed. Not in America, Nigeria. Not over here, over there. The powers that did that are still there. They never left. They came to rape and do what they do. Let me get a better visual aid on the screen. They came to rape and pillage and destroy and exploit and do what they do because that's what they do everywhere they go. Everywhere. Now, in the smartphone era, they're raping the place for all the minerals and metals and anything else they can get that ain't bolted down and a few things that are. While you're telling me about the situation that they're in, there wasn't anybody, there is no hidden hand puppeteering America. America's the puppeteer. If you don't open up your, literally, Captain William Perry and the black ships, when they left from America and came to Japan, they literally told them that that's the American way. Open your doors to trade or we blowing the damn things off with these cannons. That's not a choice. If you don't know your Japanese history, the Japanese didn't open up the doors. They sent the first folks who came over there packing. Then here came William Perry and the black ships. But he's saying, by the way, I'm a messenger, but I'm a messenger who came with weapons. So if you will not open your doors, we will open them for you. But understand, you will be engaging in free trade one way or the other. You will do it by choice or you will do it by force, whichever you choose. But you're opening these doors. And that's what they've been doing all over the damn place. Hawaii, which is really the nation of Hawaii. Eh, right till we get finished conquering you. Hey, you ain't got that anymore. The difference between us and them is that we always recognize the hidden hand and we've always been fighting you. You both over there in Haiti, somewhere along the line, the spirit of Desolene died and they're no longer fighting you. That's the difference. But let's be very, very clear. Their, their history very much shows they were fighting it. They've had to be under siege for a century before they got into the pathetic state they're in now. That's not natural. That's not natural. Some of the behaviors that they signed up for, we are still going to take issue with those and call them out anytime and every time we see them. But let's keep that history very, very straight. Jared Taylor and friends don't represent the heroes of history. These folks were put in that position. And you're leaving all of that out, which means that you're saying, I found this guy. He's not down on the ground. He's wallowing around and ain't standing up. You're not saying the damn thing about the fellow who got his neck on his, got his wood on his neck. You ain't saying nothing about him. Not a word. I guess my point, Jason. Oh, yeah, I agree. You, you have made a point. But what I'm saying is, what does all you have mentioned now have to do with the inability of the Nigerian government to even complete an expressway? Like, because they are an occupied government? state, sir. 
This is why the buffoons and baboons run around trying to dispute us about white supremacy. I don't believe no white supremacy. Ain't no white supremacy. Ain't nobody supreme over me. Meanwhile, they run every damn thing. That's the problem with dis- with some jackass trying to dispute white supremacy. They are obviously in charge. Clearly they are. And that's the reason why the jackass is sitting up here doing their hotel battle and their marijuana ministries can't get anywhere because they won't level with the reality that's on the ground. If you are unwilling to accept and admit where you are, you're done for. White supremacy conquered the world 500 years ago. They built ships. They learned, they learned from us mathematics and charting the stars, and then use, they use that to build ships and then say, you know what? We're going to go anywhere and everywhere we can. This ice, this ice castle up here in Europe ain't getting it. And everywhere we go, we, the Africans taught us how to make uh, swords. We won't put them to use. And then they started with a word that was foreign to us, empire. We didn't have a concept of empire, but imperial. What in the world is that? But we're going to take everything. So next thing you know, they went from metallurgy. Then they got hooked up with the Chinese. They're like, wow, did you see what? I just saw something over there pop. And when it blew up, It was the explosion was so powerful that it lifted things around it. You know, if you could put that powder inside of a long tube and stuff a ball, I wonder how hard it could blow that ball out. What do you know? You now have your first projectile weapon. The Chinese were using gunpowder for celebration. It was something used for life. Nobody was thinking, you know what? With enough gunpowder, I could kill 100,000 people. The Chinese weren't thinking that. The Africans among them wasn't thinking that. The European, they saw celebration and fireworks. The Europeans saw conquest. That's the way the world was conquered. Nigeria is the place you call Nigeria is a conquered territory. The entire continent of Africa is conquered. North America is conquered. South America effectively is conquered. Well, well you can now see why they're a little cleaned up there because if you can't beat them, you might as well join them. Well, there's where the difference comes in is that we as the descendants of slaves, we were a people who were in chains, but we never gave up as a group. We never gave up. You might put a shackle around our ankles, but we are not just slaves. And eventually, as we said, truth crushed to earth will eventually rise again. And then the revolts start getting more frequent. And you got people sticking up for you. And you've got martyrs. And it simply never stopped. So there's the real difference is that when you understand that you got folk out there who they need to, they need to conquer you mentally and emotionally before they can keep you conquered physically. You have a lot of history to check up on. I would recommend you start studying. Shut up, 
By the way, for those of you looking there, the link for the Zoom is at the top of the chat. So that's definitely available for you. If you are on the phone lines right now, tonight's program is only, only, only for individuals who wish to call up because you have a dispute, a hate, or a debate. In other words, you like the previous call they got off the line. If we are not here for you to give general comments, we're not here to give you, you agree, we're not here for you to disagree with any other callers. If you don't have a disagreement with me, then hang up the phone. Caller from Erico 973, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, hi. My name is Tyler calling from New York City. Where are your people from, Tyler? My people, uh, I originate from Africa. All right, Africa's a big piece of geography. Try again. Where are your people from, Tyler? Nigeria. Nigeria. All right, Tyler. Lagos, Nigeria. And what is your dispute, hate, or debate? My dispute with you, sir, is that you brought up the fact that Kirby Singh said something racist, and indeed she did, and he was calling out other uh, YouTube content creators. Uh, one of the many um, people you called out in a disrespectful manner was O'Shea Duke Jackson, and he had nothing but the utmost respect for you, sir. However, after you called these YouTubers out, you did not give none of these YouTube credit. None of these YouTubers credit for standing up to just Kirby King. You did not do none of that. And that right there, sir, you come across as a hater. And I I, I Sir, did you hear last Friday's program? Really did you hear my last program, sir? Excuse me? Did you hear my previous program, sir? I don't listen to all your programs. Okay, then, then okay, then then you're then you are ill informed and uninformed. Let me just cut to the chase right now. I'm going to save everybody a whole bunch of time because he's been sitting on the line for a while. Let me just cut to the chase. Sir, if you didn't hear the previous program, you are ill-informed and uninformed. Maybe you should take out some time to listen to the previous program and just make sure that there's been no updating on here. Now, let me be very, very clear about a couple of things here. Um, O'Shea is under probation right now. The reason that he is is he's not guilty. The legal attorney has been found guilty. But just like mediocre tutorials, O'Shea is on probation. O'Shea is getting his paperwork cleaned up. So I don't have anything to say where O'Shea is involved right now. I can't really monitor things as actively as that. So if anything comes across my desk, I'll let you all know. But he's, he's right now he's getting his paperwork cleaned up. I haven't seen or heard anything since all this started happening. Because like I say, there were some comments that kept getting thrown in there that shouldn't have been. But since then because I have no ego to inflate or offend, and because he, I will just simply say he was a bit compromised because he was friends with a character of very low integrity and morals. So he was trying to stick with him, and I can understand that. If you're the kind of person who just flips on your quote-unquote friends overnight, you're not very much of a friend. He tried to stick with him. But I think he's reached a point where he realizes, eh, he's starting to question what he was sticking with. So right now, he's on probation. We'll, okay. we'll watch, we'll monitor, we'll see how things go. A mediocre tutorial. Credit where credit is due. I have no ego to inflate or offend. Some of his little shady comments inside. He was the first one out the gate to make it clear in no uncertain terms. Did he have to, do we have to press him for that? Yes. But the bottom line is, 
I can't judge people by what they say. I judge them by what they do. I saw what he did. Now, if he tries to walk it back later, I'll deal with that at that time. Right now, I can't sit up here and say, okay, take a look what these folks have done or didn't do. Then they go do it, and then I sit up here and say, okay, that's not enough. I mean, that, that would be a lack of integrity for me. So I can't sit up here. If they, if they do it, I, I'm going to give them credit for what they've done. Now, that doesn't mean that they get a lifetime pass. That doesn't mean that we're eternally grateful. That doesn't mean that they don't get monitored. But I judge them that. Melanie King, Melanie King is pretty much guilty now. She thinks she's going to fly below the radar, and she thinks that she's going to sit up here and, and lay low and not say anything and just, well, I'll just wait until, you know, all of this, you know, the dust settles and, and the smoke clears and then we'll be funny money again. No, Melanie, we we understand, baby. You think you're going to get through slick? It ain't going to happen. Everybody sees you being quiet, Melanie. Everybody else made a video and said something. You ain't said nothing. So I'm wondering, is that your white mommy and your white daddy right now telling you, in your blood, telling you, be quiet? Melanie, you ain't said anything. You was all booed up over there. You was all booed up with pearly uh, things. You haven't actually come out and made a declaration about nothing. By the way, you think you're just going to start making videos again? And everybody's just going to overlook that? No, it don't work that way. It really doesn't. So right now, you're looking hella guilty. I'm pretty much figuring what you think you're going to do is you're just going to lay low and you figure that, well, when the dust settles, I'm going to get booed back up with uh, pearly things later. But I ain't going to say nothing really, really caustic or draw a firm line. So for some of these light-skinned folks and biracials, they're kind of demonstrating where they really fall at. All I'm doing is just putting the spotlight on it. But Melanie, we have, nobody has forgotten about you, Melanie. Nobody has. You're not going to fly below the radar. You're not going to get off easy. You're not going to pop your head up later and wait for the dust to settle. We're going to make sure it's put on you now. And by the way, Melody was quiet as hell. And she stayed quiet about this. She hasn't made a video. Everybody else has. She ain't said nothing. So we couldn't help but notice that. But no, sir, as far as I'm concerned at this time, okay, you turn this, let's not do that. As far as I'm concerned this time, I don't have an issue with O'Shea going forward here. We'll take it on a day-by-day basis. But so far, okay, I, but so, so would, far, I, I don't have anything negative. That, so far, I don't have anything negative to say as far as the ruling right now. So far, I don't have anything negative to say. Okay, can I add something, sir? Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, been the bridge. Okay. Okay. So the thing I want to add is that you always hold people accountable. You do that all the time, and I have no qualms with that. However, give people like oh shit, do Jackson this props, and he does do it. Like I, I, I want, I yeah, want to see you celebrate individuals like oh shit, do Jackson. What? Because honestly, there's not, there's not yeah, too many gentle blacks, oh. and there's not too many oh shit, do Jackson. So that's my qualm with you, sir. I'm not, I don't have no beef with you, sir. Honestly, I don't. But give Sad. black men like oh shit, do Jackson this props before it's too late. Okay, sir, in the words of Tywin Lannister, singers and jugglers require applause. I, I, I don't require applause. So celebrate O'Shea. Celebrate? Dude, we went by with bouquet of roses? Dude, I, I, what am I supposed to do? Have a ticker tape parade for doing something you're supposed to do? 
know what I want to have a chicken parade for you for you being a decent human being who acknowledges the obvious of white supremacy. You know what? I really let, let's let's have a day of honoring your in, in your acknowledgments. No, no, that, that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works for me. That's not the way it's gonna work for anybody. How am I gonna sit here and have a national day of festivities for something you're supposed to do? Dude, do you realize how low you've lowered the bar? This is something that everybody's supposed to just do on reflex. That's not, it's not supposed to be special. It's supposed to be standard. It's supposed to be routine. How did you figure that's supposed to be special? So, I'm not saying it's special, but it's more content creators follow the steps of O'Shea Johnson. People like Percy Kings wouldn't have a place in a manuscript like this because we will be operating like the Jews. We're operating on Kyrie Irving. That's what I'm saying. O'Shea Duke Johnson and people like you hold Percy Kings accountable. That's why well, you want to celebrate. I will, let's like be that. clear. Why don't you understand I was the one who held her accountable, and then everyone else followed me. Okay. So okay. That, that's my okay. point. Okay. I, I, I already covered that in the program. I brought my invoices. I held them accountable. Okay. Everyone else followed me. Now, to the extent okay. that I well, have no good. to the extent that I have no ego to inflate or offend, some of the comments that some of these folks made about me and whatnot, uh, I haven't really made a big issue about that because I have no ego to inflate the Now, if you go full-blown coonish or whatever, that's a different matter. It's not ego. It's about survival. However, I, I, I could certainly be one of these people who have a great big-ass beef because of some of the comments that they were making, which I played on my program. I could do that. I haven't done that. As far as I'm concerned, we've already... Here's how you deal with other men. When a man does the right thing, you know how we deal with that? We give them the brother nod. That's where you, y'all make eye contact. You, I, you, you give them the nod. And that's it. Don't have to have a parade. Don't have to have a national holiday. Don't have to make any t-shirts. I don't, I don't give them, nor do I expect them. If you're doing the right okay. thing, that's your reward right there is being able to look other people in the eye with respect. That those people can respect you. There is no higher accolade. Okay. All right. I, I, Thank you very much for giving us a call. Jason, you don't show yourself because I don't need attention. I don't need accolades. I don't need people with T-shirts. I don't need any of that. The respect I get from y'all, that's all I need to get right there. That is it. That is it. And from other men, that's all they should expect from me. If To be a stand-up man is all you should really expect. That should be it right there. To be able to sit among men of integrity and they acknowledge you as one of their peers. That should be all you really require. You know how hard that is? That's something you got to earn. That's like being in organized sports or something like that, man. You got to earn the right to be able to sit among the individuals who carved out a name for themselves and, and, and people who are respected and revered and acknowledged. That's, that's an accomplishment. That's not to even be able to speak to them. No, that's not common. That's not common. Call America 229. You're on live with the business. 
What's your name? Where you calling from? Good evening, bro. Jason. Um, my name is Rob. Rob Austin. Hey, Rob from Austin. Austin. And Austin. what is your critique and your debate, or why were you instructed to call? Uh, because I had a debate, but I I put in the chat the word just came out to mouth. Gotta show respect because I know you got rules and regulations. I put in the chat that I've already called this week, but I did have a very you know strong disagreement. And it's kind of hard for me speaking of time, time short, time short, brother. Just give me the give me the cliff notes version of it. What's that? What's your issue? Oh, okay. I disagree when you talk about your uh six hundred dollar uh, attorney. <laughs> uh, that those people he was no, no, those are just not his regular callers. He had those people to call in, and he probably paid. There was two locked in steps going in the wrong direction. I disagree with you on that. It was just his um, subscribers. No, uh-uh. no, you pay. And the well, second well, one, I, 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 don't, I, I have to disagree with that. I, I, I have to disagree with that. I don't think you can okay. afford to pay anybody, bro. So it's, we don't have to go on the third conspiracy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's too much. Too, that's too much. You're asking too much. So, yeah, I don't do that. Thank you very much for giving us a call here tonight. Yeah, he's, I don't know, he's on the Hennessy or whatever. But no, it's, that, that was not the case at all. Let me get a call from Eric Code 336. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, I just want to say you're doing a good job. She said, don't call in for that okay. shit. Well, don't follow the instructions very well, so you're not doing a very good job. Yeah. So. <laughs> By the way, if you want to be on Zoom, the link is at the top of the chat there. Let me get caller from area code 313. You're on live with the True. business. What's your name? What are you calling from? Come on, Detroit. How you doing? Please put the crack pipe down. You know, I'm just kind of curious about you. You know, I, I noticed you have a lot of smoke and fire for the um, black manosphere, you know, which is fine. You know, I, I have no problem with that. But where I do have a problem with, I've never heard you say anything about Black Lives Matter, which has proven to be a fraud. But you have no smoke for these people. Sir, why would I? I mean, what's up? they're not relevant. Check it. They're they're ir- they're irrelevant, sir. They're irrelevant and debunked. Why why would I? Well, I don't just chase random subjects. And next, you're gonna be telling me, Jason, why come you ain't taking issue with with elevator boots, with elevator shoes, <laughs> brother? They're, they're not relevant. You didn't know that. Black Lives Matter is irrelevant, sir. You didn't know that. Black Lives Matter is not irrelevant. Sir, I don't take issue with people wearing hammer pants either. You know why? Because it's not relevant. Show me where Black Lives Matter is running anything, sir. Tell me. Well, actually, they have actually um, infiltrated the black community. Sir, second, sir, second try. Show me where Black Lives Matter is running anything. Second try. I guess I can. 
All right. Jeff just made Detroit look dumb. No, that's one person in Detroit. And I mean we dumb. Jason is mean. Jason does bad things with the phone. Jason abuse people. Jason does terrorism. Telephony terrorism. Just easy. Are you folks taking classes? Are y'all taking notes on how to deal with these things when you meet them, by the way? Just out of curiosity, are you all taking notes about how to handle that? We get call from area code 504. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, hello. What is your name? Where are you calling from? Malitha calling from Chicago. Malitha calling from Chicago with a South Louisiana area code. All right. And what is your critique, hate, or debate with me, like? Yeah, I used to live in Louisiana, so, okay. But anyway, um, you never show your face, so what's your point? You've never shown your IQ. You've never shown your IQ. I would really like to see your face because, I mean, you sound kind of cute. I'd really like to see your IQ. Whatever. Can I see your IQ? What? Can I see your IQ? Sure. Oh, good. Display it for us now, please. (laughs) Say it again? You You can display it for us now if you'd like to. That'd be nice to see. I didn't hear you were breaking up with the car. Yeah, what kind of female goes around asking random men to see them? To see them? It's just like, why would I? Why would I want to? See, why? How, how would I know you well enough to want to see you? Why would I want to see you? That's I mean, just a lot of people want to see you. It's not just me. Okay, there's a whole bunch of people who want money from me too. Guess what? They ain't gonna happen. <sighs> Whatever, Jason. Okay. How much? Okay. How much do? How much do? Be honest. So one sixty. Be honest. Don't lie. First off, I think that that's very insulting as well. Like trying to tell me don't lie. I'm just you know getting straight. I'm getting straight out the way right now. Do but not lie. Was, you already know what the answer is. I am two hundred pounds. Oh, I'm two hundred pounds, sir. How much do you weigh? There you go, ma'am. I, I I don't weigh enough to pick up two hundred pounds. Yeah. I don't weigh enough to pick up a two hundred pound. I don't do that. Yeah, Bill Goldberg lived up a giant. No, it's not for me right there. How many children do you have? I have two. Ma'am, why in the hip hop hell would you think I'd want to meet a 200 pound single mom? (laughs) I'm not single. Are you telling us you're married? Are you telling us you're married? I'm married. Married to how many? To a male or female. But you don't, you're not even to married. A male, you don't even to a male or, no, you're married no, to a male or female. Excuse you? you? Are you married to a man or a biological man or married to a biological woman? Biological man, any heterosexual. Okay, where is he? Are you married? No. Where, where Do you is, have children? Where is no. He? You are where is lonely. He, ma'am? Where your husband doesn't know where the hell Sir. you are right now. He's lonely. <laughs> no, you're lonely. Where is your where is your where is your husband at this you, hour? You where is your husband at this hour letting his woman right. talk to random men on the phone, man? You have to be some like type type of type. Now, where is your husband letting you talk to random men at nine thirty at night? Where is he? Uh, 
Where is you're not a ransom person. You've been on um, random, random, not ransom, not ransom, 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 ransom. Random means separate or differentiated. Oh my God! Where's your husband? Where's your husband at? Put him on the phone. Where's your wife, sir? Ma'am, you see that you have time too. Ma'am, I know, so, you, I know you want to holler at me, which is why you're on the phone. Tell your husband I want to speak to him to find out why he is letting you go out here getting on the phone unaccompanied. Sir, nobody's gonna speak with you. Okay? I'm on the phone. Then I you are. You. Then you don't have a okay. husband. You lying, flirtatious harlot. I don't yes, need sir. one. You the one with Jammer. the kids. Jammer. You sound like a dude now. Oh, <laughs> and you sound like. Whoa! Did y'all hear that? Jammer. Scammer, whoa, that voice just dropped quick. Whoa, y'all heard that? Scammer, scammer, whoa. Sound like a dude. Hold on, man, now she sound like Dougie yeah, Fresh. when you change up your voice, too. So what? I sound like Dougie Fresh for a moment. Okay, I'm not sure. Obviously, the operation, uh -huh, uh -huh. the transsexual you operation was a success. You have time, just like me, Jason. I can imagine it would be. The the uh the gender reassignment operation was a success. So yeah. Scammer, scammer. Oh, I'm like, whoa, you dropped a couple of octaves there, didn't you? Okay. I don't even like where this is going. Scammer. Whoa. Maybe Huey got on the damn phone. 200 pounds with two kids. I want to see you, Jason. What the hell for? We ain't got nothing to talk about. I'm not here to take care of the little bastards. I don't have anything to talk to me about. I want to see you. Why? I don't want to see you. Don't really want to talk to you. Jason, I heard you looking for a side chick. Uh, you got too many sides to you. You got too many sides. Yeah, I'm looking for one side. You got about three or four. So, yeah, no thank you. No thank you. Caller from area code 929, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, hello? Hello? You're on live, sir. What is your name? Okay, I'm Where sorry. Where are you I'm calling sorry. Okay. from? My, 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 name is J my name is JB. JB from the Bronx. JB from the Bronx. Question: Why are you why are you hating on Anton Daniels, sir? Tell me when I have what? ever no, 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 no. sir. Answer this question. Yeah. When have I mentioned Anton Daniels? But no, no. First off, I know because a lot of shots that you throw, you don't okay, say names. Sir, you throw sir. Shots okay, then names. you, then you, then and sir, then sir. It sounds like you're a liar. Then if you're gonna say that. You didn't say his name, but I know you were talking about them. If I didn't say their names, I'm not talking about them. So that's you trying to lie and make things up. Okay. So why are you lying to make? Why are you trying to name drop and lie nobody, to make things nobody, up, sir? Nobody is lying for Yes, sure. you are, sir. Yes, you are. There's always some jackass from some some no name YouTube channel. Jason, I knew you were talking about me. Who the hell are you? My name is Jamal Jenkins. And I, I, my YouTube channel got 15 people, but I know you were talking about me, Jason. I know you would. Dude, 
You guys are kind of pathetic. Sir, that's kind of pathetic. I tried to sign up for Anton Daniels' course. You tried to sign up for his course, and he let you down two years ago. Don't act like we do not know. That's what I'm saying. Sir, where, sir, you try to sign up sir, bring your invoices. Sir, bring your invoices. That's why you're mad at Okay, sir, bring your invoices. Sir, bring your invoices. If I did that, where's your proof? Bring it. Right no now, problem. right now in the no air, problem. right now in no the air, where's your invoices? Because when we go on his show tomorrow morning, you can definitely pull those receipts. Okay, well, you, you, can't, you, you just, can't pull them now? You, just, you don't have them now? Our channel. Sir, you what you're saying is, channel. sir, you're saying you don't you have them now? Them. You don't have them now? Why are you so mad at her? Sir. But why are you so mad at her? Sir, she's we a white, sir, her. she's we a white, I'm not mad. Sir, I'm not mad at white supremacists. I just understand them. Now, where are your receipts, sir, that I did, I did what you're talking about? Where are we they? Can oh, we can definitely pull that up in the morning. What? We no, pull them up now. Show. No, 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 no. Pull them up now. No, 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 sir, pull up. No, pull up now. You called me tonight. Pull them up now. With your, with your smoke alarm chirping, you effeminate pantyhose wearing bastard. <laughs> you lazy son of a gun. See? See? Get your lazy, yeah, get your you're lazy mad. unemployed you know ass up there and change that battery. Change that battery. You mad? You hate on Anton and you hate on Pearly because of what we doing. Where are your Where are your receipts? After you get a nine volt battery, where's your receipts that any of this ever happened? You sound psychotic, like that Mister Fantastic. Y'all just so make I, things up. Okay, first off. Okay, so if I where I, is I, your I show your answer. proof? Show your proof right now. I can definitely get that. You want to answer when I call back? Get on Zoom. You got the number. Sir, sir, get on Zoom. You can get on, sir, you can get on Zoom. Sir, why don't you get on Zoom and show us? Sir, get on get on Zoom and show us. That's what happened. You are mad. Okay, sir, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hang up. You can get on Zoom and show us, sir. We don't want to hear you talk. Get on Zoom and show your work. I'm gonna hang up the phone. He can get on Zoom and he can show everyone whatever this is. By the way, y'all gotta understand, folks wanna name drop people I don't even know or anything like that. You ain't talking about, I know you were talking about them. It's like, dude, if you wanna get advertising, just ask me for advertising. This is really pathetic. Grown men out here clout chasing. This is pathetic. When you know you bought a course from him. Okay, that's a lie. Prove I did. I, I can show it. We'll do it tomorrow. You called me up and said you have proof. Now you're saying, well, give me 24 hours. Just like that fantastic clown. You paid Jerry Taylor and Richard Spencer. I saw him. He paid him. Sir, where's your proof that I did that? Oh, so you you saying you didn't pay him? You just said I did. Where's your proof? I mean, what, no, are you saying you didn't pay them? You said I did. Where's your proof? So you got to understand what I'm telling you all. There are a lot of emotionally imbalanced individuals, and they've got internet access. Mental health is a real issue out here today. There really is a mental health crisis out here today and is connected to cell phones. These guys will just call up anywhere telling outright lie. 
You know you did that. Dude, you sound crazy as you are. By the way, there's nobody on Zoom yet. There's nobody on Zoom yet. If he gets on Zoom, I'll be very glad to bring him to the front. Let's see. Uh, Aaron, somebody. If this isn't him, I might dump it. Just depends on what it is. There is somebody on Zoom. Let me go ahead and bring him to the front. Nobody's going to sit up here and say Jason didn't bring them on. If you call on Zoom, I want to see this. Um, Mr. Aram M. Sound, it shouldn't be very hard. Click the button. You're holding up progress. Okay, Mr. Aaron M. Sound, I will give you five seconds to turn your camera on, sir. If it's not on within five seconds, we'll take a permanent vacation. We'll play no games. We'll play nothing else. No one will be able to hear you or see you until you do. So you've got three seconds, and then permanent vacation for you. All right, Aaron has decided that he is not going to do that, so I'm sending Aaron on a permanent vacation. By the way, uh, whoever that was who was in, on Zoom there before, you are perfectly welcome to join us. Jason, well, I got to turn my camera on because you're going to show us your receipts. You're going to show us the receipts. I'm the only one who brings invoices. I want to see your receipts. I want to see your receipts. If you're going to say these things, bring the receipts forward and you can go ahead and show us. Shouldn't be very hard to do. Actually, it's extremely hard to do. Okay, here, Delio on Zoom. Go ahead and turn on your mic and your camera there, Delio, so we can go ahead and get this started. At least we're looking for it here. Everyone who is listening here, either live or uh, in the waiting room or whatever, make sure you are prepared for that. Audio calls are for blog talk only. Zoom gets priority, but only because Zoom people are stand-up folks, or at least they are supposed to be. Delio has not turned on their camera yet, so Delio is getting ready to take a permanent vacation. Okay, I don't know why they even try it. You're not going to be able to get on, you won't be able to be seen or heard, but you can definitely get blocked and banned, because when I bring folk up, I always bring up the remove button along with them, so... Just in case we got to sit on permanent vacation. They think they're going to duck out the room or something. No, permanent vacations are given out daily here. They're given out daily. Um, Mad Lozzy, boy, that's a heck of a name. Uh, Mad Lozzy, go ahead and turn your camera and your mic on. We will be very pleased to make your acquaintance. So Mad Lozzy on Zoom. Let's go ahead and get that started. Mad Lozy is using a Zimbabwe broadband, so I can understand it's going a little bit slow there. Mad Lozy, go ahead and turn your camera on. You have five seconds or permanent vacation. I don't know why any of you think you're going to come on here and be seen or heard when we explain to you what you got to do, but um, it ain't hard. Okay, well, I guess I can see why you have an issue with that. Okay, Mad Lozy. And what is your critique, hate, or debate? Point your camera down, dude. We can't even see you. Turn off your speakers, man. What the hell's wrong with you? This nigga got the young and the restless on while he's talking to me. Yes, we can hear you. I just don't want to hear anybody else. Okay, what is your critique, hate, or debate? 
Uh, I, I don't have a real uh, but I have something to build on. Say that again. I don't have a thing, but I got something to build on what you're saying. Okay, we're not doing something to build on here tonight, sir. We're doing folks who have a critique, hate, or drink dispute with me. So thank you very much for nothing. <laughs> Caller from Eric Code 903, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Orlando from Longview. Okay, who from Longview? Orlando from Longview. All right, Texas. Orlando from Longview. All right, and what is your critique, yeah. hate, or drink? Okay, now we can't turn back the hands of time, but in 2014, when 7, 7 a.m. came out, Dr. Boyce, he was on King Flex show on Sunday, on a Sunday, and he was promoting it, but I wasn't listening. But if you would have came on, that would have changed my life. Okay. That's my debate. I guess your, your issue is I don't have a time machine. Okay, well. All right, if I can get that going there, I'll see what I can do. So, brother, y'all put the crack pipe down. <laughs> some of y'all are dealing with issues from he that. Said, the pipe is, it's your fault. I don't even know why I am. Why I didn't get you instead of Some of y'all, the pipe is moving, but you got to beat the but pipe. Gotta be up, I know so. it's hard. I know it's tough. But uh, you got to beat the pipe. Okay. You got to overcome it. Okay, here on Zoom, uh, Mr. Kansas, I will go ahead and give you five seconds to make sure you have everything turned on here. Do not have your camera on. Therefore, five seconds to turn on or part of vacation. We can do that too. There you go, sir. Not very hard there at all. All right, Mr. Kansas. So, what is your critique, eight or debate? Um, I, I really been thinking about. How you be buying hoes G wagons and shit, and you ain't with them and got no kids? Like, how can you be proud of some shit like that? What? Sir, I don't buy hoes G wagons. Where did you ever hear that? Sir, where did you ever hear that? Where did you hear that I buy females G wagons? You the one who been saying that. Like, you buy your, well, not G wagons, but cars, period. And you're not with them. You don't got no kids or none of that. Like, why are you buying females and all this, all this shit, taking them on big vacations and all of that? And like, you ain't getting nothing out of it. You don't got no kids or nothing. Like, did you, were you born with a condom? Okay, sir. You sound very hostile about this, but I will try to explain this in a simple <laughs> language that even you can understand. Um, I don't buy vehicles for other females. I used to, I don't buy vehicles for females. I did that when I was much younger. I buy vehicles for me. I have company cars. So these vehicles be, are mine, but if you are my female, you're gonna have use of it whenever you want, however you want, anytime you want. That's one of the perks that come with being one of my females. All right. Well, now, but, now, the, now the moment that you are no longer my, if you make a decision that you not wish to be my female anymore, I understand. Leave the key fob at the door. Although it's been they all? In, some case, well, in some cases they do, and many cases, in most cases they don't. In some case, I'll just be totally honest with y'all. I've told y'all about this before. In some cases they do give it up, in other cases they don't. Because let me tell you, the only thing a female likes more than a nice car is one she ain't gonna pay for. And I will always outdo anything you got. 
So there, that's the benefits of it, but yeah, it doesn't really work like that. Now, the other thing is that I hear this kind of thing sometimes from fellas, they pockets are perpetually on E and these things are hard concepts. When we talk about dating, for example, I got to tell fellas, first of all, you sh it shouldn't cost you to date a female. If she's really interested in you, every female I've ever met, they want to pay for things for me. So that's never been the issue. However, what I will tell you is if I do take uh, a female out sure. on a date, let's say, for example, to a yeah, restaurant, sure. I'm taking her because I want to go, not because she wants to go. I want to go to a nice restaurant. I want to go to uh, Aspen. I want to go to, uh, I want to go to wherever. You talk about vacation stuff. I'm the one who wants to go. One of the perks is if you're with me, you can get to go along. But here's the thing. I'm going whether you getting there or not. I'm going whether you're coming or not. I wasn't begging you to come. I was offering you to go. If you say yes, great. If you say no, great. I'm not going to be alone. But you you had your opportunity to go. That's the way that happens, sir. Welcome to the grown folks world. If she doesn't want, if she does not want to drive the Range Rover, she doesn't have to. I'm never gonna whoop nobody's ass to do nothing like that. The payments are too damn high. The rent's too high and the car note's too high. I'm never gonna do that. But if she wants that, I want her to understand you ain't dealing with some buck to buster out here. You're dealing with a fella who's on a different level, but you gotta qualify for that. So this ain't she showed up my DMs and she rolling. I don't talk to females that I haven't known for an extended period of time. So right, I'll go, I'll go with that. I don't I'll have anybody. There's, you don't get to talk to me for 30 days and then you bogus. No, that that that's never been the case. You gotta qualify right, for this. I, I thought you was tricking, you know. I heard you talk to the fat dude over there in Puerto Rico or whatever you was, you know what I'm saying? You got down on the real real breeze. I'm not, sure what you, doing. I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Yeah, you like you, you, However, now I'm gonna sound like slang with you, damn, you wait a while. The only difference is you're on the shorter clock than the men are. Yeah, 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 I hear that too, but I just kind of like, There must be something to it. There might be something to it. To what? Yeah, if you're hearing that from other, you say, I hear that a lot. Yeah, there might be something to it. But I've never heard a man tell another man, okay, that he's like, what are you waiting for? You waiting to be a granddad? Well, last time I checked, you actually had to be a dad in order to be a granddad. But I've never heard a man tell another man that he kind of has a limited time. Well, the, man, some guys say that, but it's really the guys who got themselves caught up with single moms. So to them, to them, everybody, I heard Joe Budden say that once. Mm -hmm. So to the guys who have engaged in that kind of reckless behavior, they look at all the sensible men like something wrong with us. So, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you've been living in an asylum so long, all the sensible people start to look crazy to you. It's like, well, mm -hmm. you don't eat the paint. We all eat paint over here. So it becomes that kind of situation. I will tell you, though, you're 33 years old. She's traveled the world. And she hasn't found a man who is worth marrying yet. That's no. scary because scary there's only one common denominator. How many boyfriends you had? I haven't had many. I haven't had many. At 33? No, I haven't had many boyfriends. No. At 33 with cornrows? Okay. Hold on now. These, these cornrows are for boxing and working out and swimming. So crazy. Um, yeah, it's a lot of like a lot of physical activity. Um, but um uh how many how many how many chest tattoos you got? 
I have no tattoos. There I have any go. tattoos. You don't have a single um, tattoo anywhere on your body. I wanted, I wanted to get one. I'm sure um, you do. I was in Southeast Asia. I definitely want to get one. But I was like, mm, oh, I don't want to come back home and, you know, have that. So. Cornrows, purple nails. Cornrows, purple nails. Y'all, I'm telling you, she's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. But, um, you know, it's just uh, when, you're, when you're a medical student, you travel a lot. And it's kind of hard to hold on to them. And, you know, it's just... Hard to hold on. Like it's hard to hold on to what? The nails or a man? I'm, uh, well, a relationship. Okay. Why are you doing so much well, tra- Why are you doing so much traveling? Why don't you just choose one school in America and be done with it? Oh, no, I, I am. I'm in, a, I'm in a school. I'm in one school. But I just tra- I like to travel on my leisure time. I don't like to go out on the weekends locally. I just go out on my, on my leisure time. So that's what I do. Okay, now I got a hater debate now. Yeah. 33 years old. Where are you from originally? Florida. I could have guessed. Let me guess. Central Florida. I went, that's what, that is my uh, alma mater. There you go. That's my alma mater, but more like the Treasure Coast. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Treasure Coast. Yeah. So that means her family almost had some money. Now she's been out in the world trying to replicate that. So that's basically what that means. So they, they almost had some real money, and then now she's been out here trying to make good on it ever since. So, oh, boy. I have a certain lifestyle I like to live. I want to live up to. What type of car do you drive now? I drive a Honda Pilot. That's your lifestyle. Yep. That's it. I travel. Wait, what, what trim What trim level? Uh, EX. Not even the Elite. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. This lifestyle. You know, I have a certain lifestyle. What lifestyle is that? I'm the pilot. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a student, so not no. even the act, not even the activist. So it's like, okay, she has a certain lifestyle. Let me say that. No, mm-hmm. I like big vehicles, and that's a big. It just works for me. It works for me. I'm from Louisiana, so let me calm myself. That she's in a big vehicle. I can put that damn thing in the back of my Tahoe. Are you serious? I mean, it's big. It's it's like really big to drive. I'm so intimidated by it, and like, so yeah, it's it's really huge. But um, but yeah, otherwise, I'm I'm climbing up the ladder. Honda, Honda, and Nissan, the preferred manufacturers for medical females in the medical industry everywhere. So that's telling you. It could be worse though, because you see the Nissan Altima or the Murano. So it's been, it's, the pilot is what the nurses have, what the RNs will have, and the, uh, the mm-hmm. nurse practitioners. The Murano is what the CNAs and the LPNs get. So it's like. So who gets the Chrysler 300s? Maybe it's the, the fellas who just got doing a 10 year bid. They haven't updated that thing in 20 years. So, Lord. Oh, oh, now, you know that's a gangster chick. She's talking about the Chrysler 300. That's a gangster broad. That is gangster, y'all. Please. That's a, that's a modern day old school car right there. Does that thing even have infotainment in it now? So, it's, oh, Lord. What's she saying? Chrysler 300. That means she likes niggas who's in the bid. That's what that means. She likes a nigga that's in a bid. Jason, I can't find a quality man. What's he got to drive? A 300. Oh, wow. I wonder what's wrong here. And she's yeah. a, and, and you said a medical student. What are you taking? Medicine. Ma'am. <laughs> MD. So you want to be a general practitioner? No. Specialized. Yeah. <sighs> Blood pressure. All right. Let me get She's the head of the class. Get it. Look at that emergency? Yeah. Medicine. Okay. 
Yeah, I like being put on the spot. Kind of like right now. Yeah, okay, I'm just, I love being put on the spot. Okay, well, yeah, because she don't even know what she's taking. What am I taking? So right now, I'm taking clinicals, right? We do our clinical rotation in our last year, or the last two years. So what we do is, and I'm in my last year. So right now, I'm doing my rotations in pulmonology. So it's the study of lungs. So I'm doing that right now. So it's pretty fun. You to meet really cool people. So when I'm done with that, then I get to um, match go. for residency. And go. that is when I find out if I match with emergency medicine. So it's a fun, fun experience. Those look like your real eyebrows. They are. Then she got right with the camera when she said that. <laughs> show off. So. Which Carib which Caribbean island is your dad from? My family is one hundred percent Aboriginal Black American. Oh boy, this okay. You and I are about to get into it now, man. Okay, I didn't mean to go there. Which 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 part of which Aboriginal part got that skin tone to it, man? Creole. Um, I think it's just the white. It's the white. It's like I'm really not like. Man, you are really like, yeah, 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 actually you are, yes. If you don't stop lying on my phone, people see you. Oh, sorry. I mean a lie in everybody's face. If you don't, anyway. ma'am, if you don't talk about Cuba or Puerto Rico, if you don't go ahead and uh, drop the reel on that and quit. No, I mean, 100%. Are you going to force us to 23 and meet you so we can go ahead and get to the bottom of this, this, this fiasco? I don't want to submit my DNA to that database. Okay. She said, I'm Aboriginal. She said, you look like Sade talking about I'm Aboriginal. I'm literally going for that look. <laughs> you're almost there, ma'am. And skin tone, you damn sure almost there now. I'm going for that look. I am really going for that. How many Aboriginals you know look like Jasmine Guy? I kind of am more on the lighter side of my You think? Yeah, I, I think I am. You think? Yeah, yes, yes. I, I would agree with that. I would concur with it, so... Yes, you might want to. She said, I'm Aboriginal. No, I think you need to question your mother a little bit more about this. What you, I'm going to just take this on good faith. You need to question mom. I, mom has been misleading you. So I hate to be the one to have to break the news. But there's, she's, she has not been forthcoming. So you're going to want to question that a little bit more. Just go to, try to be tactful about it and just say, Mom, you lied. What would it happen? So, Both my parents are. American. No, maybe that's 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 the nigga she chose to stick it with. So this is, no, that's, I'm doubtful. Mari Povich says the survey says. My so, father, I look exactly like the man. Ma'am, I know stepkids who look like they stepfathers. I look exactly like my father. Exactly like the man. Okay, I look exactly like him. He's lighter than me, but he's from Virginia. Future son look like Russell Wilson. Because he's always around him. Okay, thank you. Same barber. They get a haircut, you know, cut by the same barber. Thank you. All right. Your mama didn't want to get you. Like, hey, that fella who put that 20 years, he ain't going to be out for a minute. We're going to grab this dude over here because Don needs a daddy. So, mom did the right thing now. I'm just saying, we need to be low forward coming. It's like, so she can go ahead and clear that up for you. I don't want you going through life like this. No, I'm all black, ma'am. Seriously? Oh, yes, I am. She's standing next to the rest of us with conviction. Yes, I'm black like y'all. Ma'am. We're not gonna kick it out. We gotta get this. We gotta get this settled. I am. I'm black. I'm black like everybody else. I, I claim black. 
I'm, I'm glad you're claiming it. I'm just saying there's a little bit of there's a little bit of a speed bump in the genealogy. You need to get cleared up so we got that taken care of. You're you're, you're, you're at the cookout. Um, so, ma'am, um, um, if I would you like to talk to Swain? <laughs> no, I just want to address him because I really feel like I'm gonna like be by talking to him. I really feel like I'm gonna get indoctrinated, like by his no, like words. No, um, no, no, that, that that's not gonna happen. No, no. no. Okay. Your blood pressure will run up, but trust me, nothing else is gonna happen after that. No, it's, if, there, if there's a if there was ever a worse salesman for their own thoughts, it was Slang. Okay, <laughs> believe. I was so frustrated by that. But that's what I wanted to just address that, you know, it's just, uh, I'm just really frustrated by people wanting to pressure um, women who are very happy being single and healthy with clear skin and that can afford, um, you know, braces and go to, or, or Invisalign and go to a dermat, like a, well, dermatologist. Okay, because I was about to ask you about them veneers in your mouth right now. I was sure about to ask you about it. Baby, don't, don't do this. Don, don't do this. Uh, I know it's blinding everybody right you're now. You're daring. You're daring me. Why are you daring me, Dawn? Why? These are Invisalign. Period. Invisalign. Dawn, I'm trying to be nice. I really, really am. Okay. Don't be nice. Dawn, you paid a lot of money for those, and I'm sure you want to claim them. And I'm not going to tell you don't claim them. But I'm just saying, there's only so much bull jobbery you can get away with. So between the nails and the eyebrows and the teeth, obviously, something got to give. It's wrong. So I'm just saying. You don't have oh, something got to give. Yeah, something's going to see. Reality is going to come into view here. So if you represent oh, okay. Central Florida, at least represent accurately for that. Absolutely. I represent the entire state of Florida. Okay. Well, she's come here tonight to go ahead and let us know that there are not enough eligible men out there. So now that she's let us know that that's, they're just not out there. So you can try Disney World. Yeah, there's a lot of clowns out there. So, well, uh, I won't hold you here much longer, but you're in Florida, so you already know you're in a great place for making money. Especially if you're a young person, you're in a fantastic place to make money. What you are not in is a good place for looking for a mate. Because I'll tell you right now, as a person who's not from there, the only reason that men from out of state come to Florida has got a reputation for us. It's just recreation. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to Disney World, you're going to Miami. What we're not doing is coming to the fun of wife. I can tell you that. You're not going to the fun of wife. So if you ain't already got somebody who's hooked up and already into you there, it's going to be an uphill climb because men don't come to Florida looking for a wife. True. They don't. They don't. Miami, basically, it's kind of like Miami has done to Florida what New Orleans did to Louisiana. People don't know that New Orleans is just a little island down there in the bottom corner of Louisiana because I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. But when they hear Louisiana, they think New Orleans is like 90% of the state. That's what they think New Orleans is. And nothing could be further from the truth. Now, when people say Florida, they think Miami. So they just think the whole state is Miami, even the upper panhandle. And that's not what it is. But understand, that shapes their expectations. So I'm just saying, medical student, 33, no kids, clear skin, Invisalign, you know, garish nails to the side. All that being equal, yeah, it's going to be an uphill climb for this. So I, I suggest you get your credentials. You do good at that. But don't travel around the world. You need to travel one place in particular. If I could name one for you, it wouldn't be Atlanta. It would be D.C. If I would name one for you in particular there. Either that or I don't want to say New York, but I would say DC. But 
in Florida, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be uphill, it's gonna be uphill climb there. That's, yeah. that's not what it is. It's a place where men got their money and just come to have a good time. Absolutely. So when are we finishing our residency? What was that? When are we doing our residency? We find out where we do our residency at, on match day. So you apply to different specialties in whatever facility or residency program wants to accept you, that's where you go. So if I apply to five different places throughout the nation, they choose me, whoever chooses me. So that's a mystery. Okay. And I, that is the, that's what you go through when you're a medical student. Um, your residency can be anywhere over the state. So. Well, definitely we'd like to keep up with your progress, but there, I'm sure the gentleman would be interested in hearing that. So when you get your residency, you check back with us and let you know how things are going. All our young black professionals, that's something in particular. We certainly need as many as we can possibly get. So we want to keep up with your progress. Another one, stay on your ass and make sure you finish it. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, don't stick around here with me. You're doing it. Thank you very much for giving us a call. All right, set it off. Set it off. That's what you need is a medical gangster boo. A medical gangster boo. Can't y'all tell? That's a little Cuban chick will cut you. That's a little Cuban chick will cut you. I ain't you. Alright, keep telling that lie. I got a Honda Pilot. Oh, so you can throw the body in the back. Alright. You can throw the body in the back. I can see warning signs all over this. Warning signs all over this. Alright, you can try that one if you dare. Let's go ahead and see here. I've got to... Kofi, okay, folks, Kofi on Zoom. Go ahead and turn everything on on Zoom there. Kofi on Zoom. There you go. And what is on your mind, brother? All right, so um, I, I listen to your broadcast very, very often. Um, I, I've spoken with you before. The gripe that I have with you is that you don't have more national programs. I feel like the the, the broadcast is, is great, but I'd love to see more uh, in person, you know, learning events, ways for us as a community. I guess as a uh, as a uh, when I say community, folks that listen to your show, the, the people that start your, your broadcast, you know, as a platform to be able to meet with one another. Yeah, you know. Like I say, um, I, I agree with you. I do the best that I can. I certainly do the best that I can with what I do. And, um, you know, I, I wish more people were involved in that. You don't see anybody else who's in an IT workshop. I've done two. You don't see anybody doing a truck driver workshop. You don't see that. You know, you got the, they turn a profit center into bantering back and forth with the women. That's cool and everything, but what that's not going to do is make a better class of men. And if somebody doesn't make it, well, we facilitate that and say, hey, you know what? This isn't going to get 150,000 views or 500,000 views. No, it's just going to change five or six people's lives. So I've been the guy, I've never chased views, I've never chased subscribers. If I were, we'd be doing something a whole lot different. But yeah, I wish more people would do that kind of thing. 
Now, that having been said, you know, it's incumbent on everybody to insist on that. It's incumbent on everyone to insist on that from where you are. But every, but by the same token, it's, it's, it's going to be kind of hard to build a channel around that because now you're I mean, nonstop tutorials. I don't know how far you're going to get I don't see how, I don't know how far you're going to get with nonstop tutorials. I think that would be problematic. So you kind of got to sprinkle. I don't think that's something you can do on just daily basis. Right. But, you know, I don't think Well, let me ask you this. Is it possible in the future that you would facilitate like a committee to get that ball rolling. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's technically speaking, that's why I have my patron for it and stuff because uh, the next thing would be who do I trust to do it? You know, because the folks out here who are trying to make money off of YouTube or whatever, then do I trust them to put people in their hands? Are you like that? They got folks out here and whatnot. And, like I say, there, there, I see one more person offering, you know, a consultation or a course or a seminar or a whatever. I don't, I, they're not reliable. I don't trust them. So I have to ask myself about, I, I don't trust delivering them to anybody else. They haven't demonstrated to me that, that they're, they're reliable in that regard. They haven't demonstrated that. So without that being the case, I don't trust them. So that would be, that would be a hill I'd have to get over in that regard. I like to think that I'm a good judge of character and that I'm a good judge of competence. So, you know, the lead attorney has a lot, he has a good communication competence. It's everything else he lacks. I've met a bunch of folk out there and getting them to take the time is hard. You know, it's, it's a volunteer effort, brother. It's, there is no money to be made in doing what I do. The money to be made is a gossiping and, you know, it's, 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 you know, that, that's where the money's to be made. Gossiping and drama and this, that, and the other. It's not money to be made at this. So I've sunk money into this because I want to see a real substantive change. And I think we made progress. But there isn't. So the real thing is the problem isn't with me. The problem is who else who else do you know who does what I do? You know what? I I, I think what I what I need to do then on my part is probably uh send you a uh prospectus of sorts. To get that, uh, I mean, if we can, we can do this in a regional space or in a quarterly okay. manner or something like that. Here's what we need. Here's what we need. Okay. What we don't need are people with a business plan or with a statement of beliefs. What we need are already established and knowledgeable professionals. The reason why, like last week, for example, Robert, when he called in. Uh, Robert works in IT. He works at a high level. He's got his computer science credentials. So this is a guy who is an expert in what he does and he knows what he does. The, that's a guy I can hand people off to. That's what we need. It can be virtual, too. It, it can be virtual, too. Right, but the real thing is having the experts, though. The real thing is having individuals right. who actually know. We already know what we don't have. What we don't have are, we already know the stuff we don't know. But we don't have are experts who are qualified to be able to teach these folk and, and get them started. Because once they get started, they take the rest of their own. Like the guys who do the truck driving stuff, you know, I'm telling this going to be four weeks. If I can get them to school, I can get them finished. Uh, for IT, if I can get them through their first certs, I can probably get them the rest of the way as well. The real thing is having individuals who we can hand off to them if they have more in-depth questions. So the real thing is having 
the ex competent, reliable experts that we can deal with. That's what's something. That's the only real obstacle we have. And, and so, so in that vein, let me um, suggest a, a professional development organization that I've been a, a former uh, board member of called BDPA, Black Data Processing Associates. They've been around since the 70s. And um, it's a really good group of people, very competent. And when you think of the who's who in Black IT in the United States, um, especially on this eastern, uh, on the eastern coast, BDPA is, is, is touching every industry, uh, pretty much every level of IT organizations. Um, and so, if, if anybody listening and wants to connect with like-minded IT professionals, even just get your foot in the door, that's what that, they help me get my foot in the door. And that's bbbdpa.org. That's Bravo Delta Papa Alpha dot org. Um, yeah, BDPA, like I said, they really changed my life. I got a, a couple of internships with Deloitte and took off from there. Um, and I've been doing pretty well. Like, I, I think when I first came across your content, I was, you know, I starting over basically making 40 grand. And you really motivated me to uh, really start knocking on that door and get my foot back in the tent. And yeah. I'm double well, my income. Well, I'm glad to hear that. By the way, to the folks out there talking about networking people, by the way, you want to know what I've built, this is what I've built. But by the same token, um, here's the thing, brother. You know, you, you all know I've been doing this for over 15 years as far as where online is concerned. And I got to tell you, you all don't have to wait for me. Right. I didn't wait for somebody to give me permission to set up what I'm doing. I didn't wait for anybody to bless me. I didn't wait for anybody to give me permission yeah, I did like anybody else. I stumbled around, got knocked around until I figured out, you know, a viable way of doing it, which is my way of doing it, which is not to say this is the only way of doing it. But I'm just saying it's one that works for me. It's to the extent that it's my lifestyle and everything. But to the rest of y'all out there, like I say, I'm I'm just I'm just passively familiar with those things. Those of you who are actually got more expertise, more knowledge in it, this is y'all's lane. This is really you all's lane right there. You speak the language, you're involved in it, and you speak the language and you do it on a daily basis. Those are the folks that we need to do those kind of things. When you take a look at guys like Marquez Brownlee, you know, he, even he's not a computer expert. So there is still a lane out there, man. There is still there's still a lane to be to be paved out there. There is. And maybe I'm not the best person for that. Because to be totally honest with you, I touch on my, I've just lived a lot of life experiences and I touch on these things in general. Those of you who have got the specifics, y'all are supposed to pick it up and take care of the specifics. Because there's only so much time I can devote to these things, you know, in a day. I'm not an expert at it. But those of y'all who have, those of you who have gotten to that level, this is where y'all come in. Because let's be very, very clear with white boys are concerned that they got YouTube channels where they do that building systems and building IT systems and stuff like that. They got YouTube channels for that. The black men are sitting up here calling me instead of saying, hey, you know what? Maybe Jason doesn't have the time. Maybe he doesn't even have the ability. Maybe he's not the best person. He's cool folk, but maybe he's not the best person not to lead it. Now, as far as gathering folk in the right direction, I think that'd be good. But you guys out there who are, if you're asking about it, that's probably your cue that it's like, hey, you know what? This will go a whole lot faster if I do. And you know what? 
I, I see people in the chat talking about me here trying to make money, but what I'm talking about is a nonprofit entity that's going to just teach people. There's actually a lot of money in that from the states, et cetera. I wouldn't even asking people for real money. Um, it's more about educating folks about right. something. And it's, my it's, thing it's is, important. for those of you, if you work in it, if you don't have that knowledgeable about it, brother, but it sounds like you need to take the bull by the horns. I got you. Thanks for that. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. We appreciate that. Yeah, like I said, I mean, definitely, it can be it can be daunting. You know, it can be very daunting. But if there's anything I've given you, I've given you the ability to understand you got the, the ability and the power and the gravitas. And most importantly, you got the permission. You got the permission to do it. You do not have to wait on me. All you fellas out there, you can be tech nerds. You can be, I don't even have a problem with the anime nerds. I don't have a problem with that. But what I'm saying is, if all you're going to be is an anime nerd consumer, that's useless. We don't need, you know, consumers. You don't have to wait for me in that regard. I, I, would, I could do what Marquez Brownlee does. I know enough about computers to be able to do that. I'm not going to do it because I don't have a passion for it. But that doesn't mean that there's not a lane for it and it doesn't need to be done. Who the hell wants to talk about black entrepreneurship before I came along? Nobody wanted to talk about that. Now you got a lot more people who do it. Most of them are completely unqualified. They're fakers and posers, and y'all keep falling for it. But okay, fine, fall for it. But like I say, there wasn't a lane for it before I made the lane. And now, you know, here it is. I wait for other people. And you don't have to either. You don't have to either. So if you see that the need's not being met, hey. That, that's your cue. There you go. There you go. Because, see, there's the real thing is Jason's built up what he's got. If you got other folks, they build up what they got. Now we can work together. And there's where you have synergy. You got an audience. I got an audience. And we have a common, you know, a common interest. Yeah, now, now we got options. Now we have options. Now you have options there. But it's not going to be just given to you. It's not as easy as it sounds. It's not going to be just given. So it's important to, you know, take initiative on those things. It's important to take initiative. You don't need my permission to do so. You don't need that. Speaking of taking initiative, speaking of taking initiative, by the way, I, I haven't heard anything yet from... Some of the other folks who they've had their opportunity to contact me haven't heard anything yet. Still waiting. Still waiting. They're looking sad and guilty as they can be. Still waiting. Haven't heard anything yet. Haven't heard anything. Let me ask you all a question here. Because I think the conversation has gotten started. Look here, we said we didn't go viral last week. We went thermonuclear. We didn't go viral last week. We went thermonuclear. I mean, complete meltdown globally. Folks are scrambling. You have, you all have never seen anything of the magnitude of what you saw happen last week. You haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. My question here is, what does the path forward look like? What does the way forward 
look like? What does it look like now? What does the post-Kevin Samuels, post-Pearly Things era, post-Manosphere era look like? The bad news is that some of the folk you put all your faith in, you found out that you shouldn't have put the faith there, but the good news is now we get to ask a new question here, which is what does the way forward look like? as long as we get to have the conversation the way it needs to be. Now this gossipy stuff. Now this gossipy stuff. Ella Vengeance, you are absolutely correct. They want to sit here and sit in the chat room and keep chatting and sitting up here chit-chatting. That's not the thing for it there. If that's what you want to see, get to it. Let them know. Let them know that a real program wants to talk to them. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up here tonight. Hey, we've had a fantastic couple of weeks here. Don't let anyone tell you that we are not able to change the dynamic in the world of everything we see. We're just getting started here. Maybe this will be the beginning of a different paradigm. Maybe we'll start having different conversations. Maybe some of these people that folk want to see, maybe it's time for them to talk to some people who are actually going to have a real discussion and that actually belongs in Black society. Maybe, just maybe. Maybe. If you are new here to the business, welcome to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate, to love to hate watch. Click that red subscribe button. Click that yellow notification bell. Join us each and every time that we're here. If you haven't joined our patron, the link is in the description. You definitely want to go ahead and check that out as well. We do that every Saturday, 12 noon Central Time. That's the place where people got the heads up on the Valentine's Day meeting. That's the place where people got their heads up about pearly things and Adam 22. They knew about it before anybody knew about it. They knew I was going to name names before I started naming names after pearly things. That, that's where I break the news over there because those are the folks I talk to first. If you want to be first in line, not the last to know, that's the place to be. So go ahead and check that out. The link is in the description. I want to thank all of you for joining us here tonight. I want to thank everyone who has contributed to support tonight's program on PayPal, Cash App, Super Chat, Venmo. Thank you very much for everyone. We know who you are. We see who you are. Thank you very much for your support. And this concludes tonight's broadcast of The Business. I am your host, your brother, your humble servant, Mr. Jason Black. And until next time, my brothers and my sisters from around the world, remember, handle your business or your business will handle you. <laughs>